Back to the crossover podcast, show you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and we are ready to do some sports as we are back talking week 16 in the National Football League. I'm your host Matt Pierce, and joining me today is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Excellent, thank you. All right, good to have you. Also joining us, rounding out our trifecta as always, is his brother Will. How's it going, Will? Fantastic, thank you, sir. All right, your Vikings are back on track, so you must be feeling pretty good. Getting better. We got a cupcake matchup this week. So. <laughs> <There's that. laughs> we'll get into that they, later. Well, I, actually, I should look at the clinching scenarios for this week. Do the Vikings clinch a playoff spot if they win this week? Uh, what a great question. Um, I'll ask you, but do you know about the weird scenario where the Cleveland Browns make the playoffs? Uh, I know that if they have to win out, and yeah. then a whole bunch of other stuff has to happen. Does someone else have to tie? Yeah. Is they, there a t- yeah, to happen? They have to win out, and then the Titans and Colts, I think, because they play each other the last week. Yeah, the Titans and Colts both have to lose this week, and then they have to tie. Yeah, they have to tie in week 16, and the Browns will hold the uh, hold the tiebreaker. What a gr- what an all-time great thing that would be. If you bet, what, 100 each on that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see the, the Titans and Colts both lose this week, just so we go the next week being like well the browns win and the colts and titans tie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just want to be able to say that going into week 17 that'd be all right um so let's head into uh let's head into week 16 two weeks left in the uh in the national football league regular season can't believe we're already here freaking like six days away from christmas it's ridiculous um no thursday games this week so we're done with thursday games for the rest of the year um, won't see another one till 2019, provided football still around in 2019. Uh, first up, and this game's a doozy. Uh, the Washingtons head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Tennessee laying 10. Do you have any interest in betting this game, Craig? No. Yeah. Um, the fact that Josh Johnson won an NFL, like, <laughs> should we fold the Jacksonville Jaguars? Like, how does this go? <laughs> Should we fold the Washington team? Well, yes, we should. Uh, anything that causes personal loss to Daniel Snyder, I'm in favor of. Yeah. Um, ugh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Lowest line of the week by about seven or eight points. 37 for this game, Bill. Any yeah. any interest in this one at all? No. God, no. Yeah. Um, take the points and don't watch it. Yeah, that would be the only side I could I could even make an argument on. Is is you got to take the points because I'm not laying. And the, the, the most years. frustrating thing is I can't even make this a Scott Hansen game because it's on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the worst part. Um, they make up for it in the night game, though. Uh, kind of a beauty matchup. The Baltimore Ravens head to Los Angeles, taking on the Chargers. The Chargers it's... laying four and a half at home. Bill, how do you feel about this one? I think I like the Chargers. Mm. Uh, I think I like their ability to control the clock. Baltimore has really had their way with a lot of teams lately, but I feel like they haven't played anyone as good as the Chargers in a while. They played um, the Chiefs and yeah. took them to overtime. That's yeah, true. that's yep. true. Although, although I, I think the, the Chargers are even a little more, let's say, evenly rounded than the Chiefs. Uh, that's Chiefs fair to be, say. Chiefs might be a better team, but the again, the Chargers are a little, more, a little stronger on defense. So uh, I like the Chargers in this one. I kind of like the Chargers too. Um, this is going to be one of my five because, but uh, like, uh, I, I understand that the Chargers kind of needed everything to go their way in the last five minutes to win that game. But who's to say the Chargers aren't the best team in the NFL right now? 
Yeah, you could certainly make that. Like they're, you have to make that argument. They have a shot at the friggin' number one seed in the in the AFC, which nobody would have thought that for the first thirteen weeks of the season, right? Yeah, absolutely not. But uh, now they need the Chiefs to. You know, the Chiefs losing in Seattle isn't crazy. Um, if the teams finish with the same record, one of the Chiefs' losses has to be against Oakland to give the Chargers a divisional tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. I would suspect that the Chiefs losing to Oakland with the division on the line would be a very, 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 very unlikely outcome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, I And, look, we get on the NHL on this podcast sometimes for their dumb playoff system. And I'm not saying the NFL's playoff system is dumb. Like, it makes as much sense as anything else does. Yeah. But the fact that the Chargers might finish with the second-best record in the NFL and play zero home playoff games is a little bit silly. Yeah, that's... A little bit weird, yeah. It, it's a little bit weird in that scenario. It happens. It happens so rarely, though. It's not like yeah. It's right? not like you can't really yeah. The, the NFL and system isn't that... perfect, right? Like we have the scenarios like like you're suggesting right now, where the Chargers might finish with the second best and play no home playoff games. Although they play road games all like every game they play is a road game anyway. So, yes. So who cares on on that regard for the Chargers? But um. And, you know, every once in a while you get the 7-9 and nine team, the 8-8 eight and eight team that wins a division. That plays and, the home game. That, yeah, but game, that, right? that makes – that's a little less frustrating than this. If mm-hmm. the Chargers – if the Chargers finish 13-3 and three and don't play a home playoff game, that's yeah. a little bit silly. It's just – it happens once in a blue – once every, like, you know, yeah, six, exactly. seven years. Uh, NFL, that, and that's right? why it's not nearly as bad as the NFL and the NHL yeah. one. I, I get that, but it's, it's just it's still a little bit silly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Chargers, by the way, second in DVOA now. Uh, they are second offensive DVOA, Kansas City number one in both of those. They are 12th in defensive DVOA. The Chargers would likely be the number one DVOA team in the NFL if not for their horrific special teams. Yeah, all those kicks they missed. Are, well, if they didn't have all those, if there weren't all those kicks they missed. If they didn't have year, those right? missed kicks, they might be. Uh, yeah, we, we, we wouldn't even be talking about right now. Yeah. Yep. DVOA, uh, it takes into account when, you know, you, you're playing a team, you're up by 21, and they're just chucking it, right? Yes. Yeah. It's it basically accounts for that situation and says, well, you should only it allow for situational yeah. football. Yes. God, and it also that's accounts the most for complicated algorithm beating beating the beating the Chiefs by one like the Chargers did last week is considered to be a far more impressive performance than blowing out a bad team. Yeah. But there's also two. So yeah, just according according to their super math, yeah, they just the way they those super guys <laughs> figure it out, right? It's quite incredible i agree with you guys i like the chargers here i just think uh i, I just think ball like baltimore as as fun as lamar jackson and has crazy and tebow-esque as it's been so far i just think that the chargers uh i just think they got they, they got just some magic pixie dust going right now um do we reopen the philip rivers for mvp potential can of worms that i suggested a week or two ago no i still think you kind of got to give it to patrick mahomes okay I, I I couldn't disagree. It's a three horse race right now, right? It's it's Mahomes, uh, Rivers, and and Breeze, right? Like in. I, I are we sure Breeze is still in it? Breeze is tailing off the last couple of weeks, I'd say. Because I, the yeah. Saints have been winning on the strength of the Saints, an eighth DVOA ranked defense, by the way. Yeah. The Saints have been winning on the strength of their defense for a couple of weeks in a row now here, mm-hmm. which I don't think necessarily discredits Breeze, but from the perspective of you know, like obviously they're still winning games and he's playing well, but is he playing at an MVP level? Ever like basically since the Atlanta game on Thanksgiving, which he was okay in, but ever since then he hasn't been. The, the Saints have still won most of their games, but he hasn't been exactly lighting the world on fire either. Yeah, I think I've read a stat somewhere where like in the last three weeks, I think they have the Saints have like a combined twelve points or something in the first half. Three yeah, weeks, twelve sure. points, which is like the at the beginning. And they of the somehow season, won two of those three games. Yeah, at the beginning of the season they were sneezing and scoring twelve points. Right, it, yeah. it was just it was 
Yeah, it was bizarre. But yeah, I mean, so you're you're suggesting it's just a two horse race right now. It's Mahomes and, and uh, Rivers. I would say that's the case, and I'm willing to go as far as whichever team, whichever guy's team wins the AFC West, it wins the MVP. Hmm. Do you think you couldn't give it to Gurley, really? Uh, he slowed down a bit late. Now, here's where I would buy the Gurley argument: mm-hmm. is the Rams have this really great offense, and I think if you swapped out Jared Goff for seven or eight other NFL quarterbacks, maybe more, it could still be this really great offense. I don't know if there's anyone other than Saquon Barkley that you could swap Todd Gurley out for and have the Rams offense be running it. The same the reason Goff can be so successful is because they need to put seven in the box. No, no, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Gurley yeah. is a huge part of what they do. He's a bigger part of what they do than any other running back in the league besides perhaps Barkley, and that team is not good. The Rams are. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying that if the Rams had to swap running backs with any of the other 31 teams, Unless that was the Giants, I think their offense is probably a lot worse. And I don't think Whereas, you can say that about New Orleans or the Chargers. Right yeah, now. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like the Chargers. Maybe just because Rivers has such an unbelievable feel for this offense. And yeah. we were talking about it when you were over watching the game the other day. No one goes through his progressions more quickly than he does. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there, there, I, I think that he, he's a pr- pretty irreplaceable part of that machine. And so is Mahomes, just from the arm talent perspective alone. Like, obviously, Andy Reid's a pretty big part of what goes on there. But uh, I, I, I get the girly argument. I just think that you're that this award goes to a quarterback if you have a quarterback who's playing at a very, very high level. Unless there's someone else that's playing, that's having like an all-timer season, I don't think that Gurley's having an all-timer season. Did Peterson get it when he rushed for over two thousand? No, did. Robert. Yes, he did. He did yeah. yeah, yeah, that's one of the Peyton Manning finished seasons. that. Yeah, and that 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 to me is one of the all-timer seasons, mm-hmm. and that's that's. that's Although it's a different to... league now, like, did do you think Gurley will end up with more all-purpose than Peterson had that year? Probably not. No. Okay, yeah, so. I mean, it, probably not. But it's still you got to take that and into you account. You have to remember. That Viking offense that season was just whatever Peterson could do. Like there yeah. wasn't a lot else going, you know. Yeah. Whereas the Rams do have some other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I can't remember. I think it was Mike Lombardi this week who basically wrote uh, broke down the stats for the uh, for the Rams defense, which has not been great over the last few weeks, and and basically made the case that the Rams' best defensive player is Todd Gurley. <laughs> Just because he keeps their defense <laughs> off the field and stuff like that, right? So he's just like on, on a lot of teams. I understand that joke case, but the Rams do have Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Like other than other than Aaron Donald, right? Yeah, like obviously because like Indomitian Sue has has been no, he hasn't been all that great. Yeah, has been non-existent. And Akeem Talib, once he got back, we were all like, all right, their secondary problems are over, and that has been Akeem Talib had a nice game on Sunday. I will that say. It, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, he, he not just the pick, but he was good otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we all we all like the Chargers. Uh, heading into the Sunday night games or the Sunday afternoon games. First up, the Atlanta Falcons are heading to Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Panthers who can no longer get the over, so that's nice. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are favored by minus three and a half on the road, which I believe suggests this line opened at, at Panthers minus four. Yeah, and then Cam that was, changed when the when the report came out that Cam Newton's not going to play yeah, for like, no Cam Newton. I'm not getting this line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, the the the, the Carolina minus four line I don't think is available anymore no. in most books. So you probably get you're probably giving Atlanta minus a field goal at this point. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm looking at Atlanta minus three and a half right now on the road. Um, yeah, I'm not betting on this game. This is a stay away. But if 
you want some action on this game, I think you have to take Carolina here because Rivera's going to be coaching for his job. And the Atlanta Falcons aren't very good, and they're on the road giving three points. Yes. <laughs> like uh, but the only frustrating thing is if it turns into, like, because it's, a, it's a, a lousy Panther secondary against yes. a pretty good Falcons passing attack. And if it turns into, well, I just need, I just need Derek Anderson to outplay Matt Ryan in the shootout. Yeah. I don't know if that's the side you want to be on. No, but I just... I, I, I'm, I'm staying away from this game is all yeah. I'm saying. I, don't really I, do I think I like Atlanta for the reason that Matt Ryan... I mean, you got to assume Matt Ryan's going to do some damage to a Carolina secondary. Um, I'm not sure... Who is it? Anderson that's backing up? Yeah, yeah Derek Anderson. I'm not sure he's going to be able to capitalize on Atlanta's mistakes like the teams that have beat them so far. Like, if Atlanta, you know, screws something up on defense, which they've done a lot this year... I don't have as much faith that Anderson's going to capitalize and make something happen out of it. Um, and I think if this game starts going back and forth, Matt Ryan will win all day. I, I just don't see how you could trust Atlanta. The Atlanta, From what we've seen from this year, I just don't see how you could trust them giving points against any team in the National Football League on the road. I, ju- I just don't see it. I, I think if you're going to bet... I, this- bet I, I, I bet against Atlanta, and I had 10 points. I, sum- I said to myself, there's no way that I should be getting 10 points mm-hmm. betting against a stupid Atlanta team on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened? Yeah. I just, <laughs> Didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's just so so strange. I just wouldn't... I, I just wouldn't do it. I'm not touching yeah. this game. I'm, I'm, I'm never... I'm not doing any sort of gambling on or against the Atlanta Falcons the rest of the year. I can't yeah. believe it took me... Week 16 to learn that one. They are persona non grata for Craig for the rest of 2019. <laughs> um, like, after that ridiculous Giants Monday night game, I should have said, okay, no more Atlanta the rest of the year. Yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't learn that lesson. It's cost me some money. Yeah. Um, next up, the Cincinnati Bengals. Hold on to your seats, everybody. Hold on to your butts. The Cincinnati Bengals head to Cleveland. Cleveland Browns minus nine. Minus nine at home. <laughs> Woo! I, wow, that's unbelievable to me. Gotta love football. They're not going to give Greg Williams his job, are they? They can't do that. Oh, I'm sorry I talked you out of betting that Cleveland over Craig. I think I saved you a lot of headaches overall. You, you saved me a lot of heartache and a lot of stress. Yeah, but you would have got but there. I, it would have hit. It, yeah. it would have hit. Because it was five if and I, wish I, I just wish I would have known that he... It was five and a half. Oh, okay, so it would have hit. Yeah. And I think he, I think that we're going to... I think they're going to win this week, and then the six will hit for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, the Browns are going to win this game, and they're going to win this game by a lot. Uh, are you laying the minus nine, Bill? No. Okay. Um, gosh. I, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Browns. But, it, again, I have no interest in going anywhere near this game. And I, I'm not passionate about either of these teams because I've done everything I can this year not to watch these teams. Uh, as much as Cleveland's a fun story, they're still not fun to watch. <laughs> Uh, noted, humani- noted humanitarian Joe Mixon has a uh, wrist injury, so he's probable for this game. So, so they're down to mood lighting there. In, in Why does Karma always take the best of us? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably take the points in this and, and leave it at that. Yeah, I, I think you have to. I'm, I I think the sharps are on Cleveland. To be honest with you, I'm not willing to go to the nine because I think there's other value to be had as far as picks going forward but i i would if someone told me they're laying the nine and you know me i don't like to lay the high the high lines i i would be quite comfortable taking cleveland minus nine what do, what do you think craig i'm taking the browns yeah all right i just think the browns are way 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 better and the browns are playing hard and they're playing for something and the bengals are not 
They won on Sunday because there's a team that was only, only because they're playing a team that's quit more than they have. Mm-hmm. Fair, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought because Cincinnati won, we might get a shorter line for this, but Vegas was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wrestling I quit match, only it lasts like two seconds. Exactly, right? I quit. No, no. I quit. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. One of those loser leaves town matches, but they're both packed up, right? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> they're both running to the train station. Oh, God. Uh,. Tampa Bay heads to Dallas. Uh, Dallas minus seven. Craig, can Tampa Bay pull it off for you this week? Oh man, I would love you're, it. You're off like, the mat with. Could that, you imagine uh... if I backdoor this bet? Yeah. Could you oh, imagine yeah. if I like? Imagine oh. it. I've done it before. You you were <laughs> Dallas over, right? Yeah. I have the Dallas under. I need Dallas oh. to not win nine football games. So if they lose both their last two, I get paid. Can you push at the nine and at least get your money back? No, it's it's eight and a half. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, so you you need Tampa Bay to come through for you. Um, Who does Dallas have next week? They got Tampa Bay or oh next week I believe. They have the Giants, but it's at on the road, right? Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: there's a scenario where Dallas loses this week, but if a couple other teams lose too, then that game against the Giants means nothing to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, they'd already oh, win the yeah. if if the Cowboys, Tennessee and the Colts, right? Where, uh, no, the Cowboys need oh, the, Eagles, yeah. the Eagles and the Washington team to both lose. If those teams both lose and the Cowboys lose, I am made in the shade. Well, not made in the shade, but I've got a Cowboys team that's playing for nothing next week. Yeah. So 8-8, eight and eight, they, they wouldn't care whether they finish 8-8 eight eight or not. So I know it's a long shot, but I'm hoping for it. Yeah. Uh, Dallas minus 7, uh, Tampa Bay coming to town. What do you think, Bill? I think I like Dallas here. Uh, I, I think there's – I don't see a way Zeke isn't getting six yards of carry, and there's no way you can win a game when you're getting chewed up on the ground. So give me Dallas. Yeah, they're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I convinced you. Yeah, well, I know. I think what you want to have happen, Craig, is for Ryan Fitzpatrick to come in mid-games and have one of mid-games. One of those games where yeah. he's just like throw. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like games where he buys himself another year. Yeah, exactly. The classic Ryan Fitzpatrick moment where it's like Ryan Fitzpatrick three touchdowns in the final quarter and a half. What is going on in Dallas? Right? Like, it's magic. Yeah, yeah no, Fitz magic does it again. Right? Like, oh god, oh I can't stand it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I man, just I, I I shot my shot last <laughs> week against Dallas, right? Like I I came on and and was very fervently said Indianapolis Colts, this is a layup, we got to take it. I don't feel that way about Dallas, but I, I I'm more apt to laying the points here. I'm not going to. Again, I think there's better value in other games, but I'd I'd be more apt to taking Dallas than than taking the points with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, 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 now it, the, the Fitzmagic thing may not lead to uh, a victory for the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. but I could definitely see it leading to a backdoor cover of some kind. So that'd be my that'd be what I'd be nervous about here. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Minnesota Vikings. Your boys, Bill, are heading, boys. Into, are heading into Detroit to take on the the reeling Detroit Lions. I don't know what the hell is going on with this team. I don't. I don't I, I, we obviously need a new offensive coordinator. This is bad. Um, Stafford, I don't think, has eclipsed 300 yards in something since, like, October or some garbage. Wow. (laughs) It's been not great. and That's how they won. Yeah. God, so good. Uh, The Vikings are laying five and a half on the road. Some sharp money is coming on Detroit, but I can't say that I agree with it. That's 
I think the Sharps just holding their nose and taking Detroit and playing the usual percentage. But I I, I can't make a case the way this Lions team is is playing right now to beat your Vikings. But who knows? Because football's weird. Uh, how do you feel going into this one, Bill? You know what? Not bad. I mean, they're mm-hmm. yes, they're they're coming off a, a couple losses. I mean, last week they won in in Miami or against Miami, uh, but. They lost to a few decent teams. I, I think they've been pretty consistent sans Buffalo against bad teams. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I think, too, is Minnesota's mostly done the – other than that bizarro Buffalo game, Minnesota's mostly done the jobs against teams that are bad this season yeah. and teams that are worse than they are, and Detroit is certainly among those teams. Uh, earlier in this particular season, the – Vikings beat the Lions 24 to nine. That was not a particularly good offensive uh, offensive afternoon for the Lions team. Um, that was the uh, infamous Matt Stafford hitting your pitch man Daniil Hunter game. Yeah. Um, that wasn't great. Uh, but yeah, if you look at the Vikings losses when they were, when they went with that stretch, they lost three out of four. It was at Chicago, at New England, at Seattle were the three. Yeah, that's you know that's 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 going to happen. So I think that they'll win this week. Yeah. And they, hypothetically, they clinch a playoff spot this week. The way that the Vikings clinch this week, we were asking about it before, is they win and they would need the Eagles and the Washington team to lose as well to clinch a spot this week. Uh, those two outcomes, I would say, are remarkably possible. So, And they'll know what the Washington team has done before they even take the field on Sunday. I hope that the Lions, I think the Lions right now are staring at the fourth overall pick in the... I actually have that in front of me right now. No, it's uh, not the fourth overall pick. Oh, the one I'm looking at um, has it all weird. One, two, yeah, three, it... four, five, six. Yeah, they're looking at six or seven right now. I'm not sure what their tiebreakers are with Buffalo. Yeah, uh, the tiebreaker is uh, the first tiebreaker is uh, is strength oh, of schedule, and then it goes to coin yeah. flip. So as so of right now, Buffalo beat them though. Detroit, that... Detroit is uh, yeah, but that that head to head doesn't count. Matter. Yeah, okay. yeah. As of right now, Detroit has a seventh pick. Ugh, the order the order of the five and nine teams would be six Atlanta, seven Detroit, eight Tampa, nine the Giants, ten Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just don't know. I, I like I, th- I think your Vikings are going to win. I don't know about the five and a half though, just because I I don't go against home dogs. It's just a, you know a kind of a rule that I have. So yeah. I uh, I think if you're one of those compulsive types, you just have to gamble. Mm-hmm. Go with the sharps because the sharps are like are uh, taking the points. So that's the only advice I can offer. But uh, the Lions are uh, not good. Uh, next up, the New York Giants are heading to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts minus nine at home. Giants are reeling, but have said for whatever reason that Eli's coming back next year. I don't quite get that. Uh, are you laying the nine, Craig? Oh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have significant interest in this from a fantasy football perspective, mm-hmm. I would make this a Scott Hansen game, but I'm going to be biased here. Oh, okay. uh, uh, I... I think the next game is the Scott Hansen yeah, game. Yeah, I, I know exactly what the Scott Hansen game is. I've, <laughs> yeah. no, it's not a big tease. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm going to definitely say that I, I probably am taking the Giants here, but I'm not liking it. Hmm. And I know how bad the Giants looked that on Sunday. It was terrible. Oh so awful needed them to win too they couldn't even 
nope. conjure up a fight. They couldn't, so even, they couldn't even make it competitive. Yeah, that's so bad. Uh, anything to say about this one, Bill? I I, I love the Colts here, but I, that I kind of thought I was going to get a sneaky low line and I was going to take the Colts, but the line's pretty freaking high. <laughs> um, I think I still take the Colts. I, I, I think the, the Giants are just really bad. The Colts have been able to move the ball against bad teams at least. Um, no reason to think Luck isn't going to be able to do some damage here, and I don't think Saquon Barkley alone is going to be able to keep up. So yeah, I'll lay the points. Give me the give me the Colts, but I'm not loving it. Yeah, I agree. I think you got to lay the points of the Colts, but I'm uh, not going to be doing that. Uh, next up, <laughs> Jacksonville is heading to Miami. Miami is laying four at home. Uh, Craig? Do your thing so that we can get out of here. <laughs> Scott Hansen. Yeah. Do not show this game. Um, I'll just ask one question about this game. Do you, do you like, cause you'd only bet one side of this. Do you have any interest in laying the points with Miami? I think Craig. No, no bill. Jacksonville just lost to Josh Johnson. Maybe. You're only betting one side of this and the dolphins who I believe have been decent at home other than like a weird loss to the lions. I think let me have a look. Uh, my, they covered against the Patriots. They're six and one at home. <laughs> just straight That's up. Straight up. Or, oh, wow. Straight okay. up. They're six and one at home and six and one against the spread too at home. So, you know, as much as we kind of laugh at this game, Miami minus the four might be something to think about. And, the yeah. Dolphins have things to play for too. Yeah, they're still alive in this. And yeah, there's yeah they they have a chance to backdoor a playoff spot too, right? So, you know, we we, we scoff a little bit, but I think I, if if someone wanted to say that they're going to lay the four with Miami, I don't I don't think I'd begrudge them. I just I can't imagine a world in which getting f- like you you feel like you want to take four with Jacksonville, right? Like it's just no no ugly. Uh, that you know one of the bizarre outcomes of this season that I think we're going to look back on at the end of the year mm-hmm. is how the Colts got shut out in Jacksonville in week 12 or whatever that was. Yeah. That was a bizarre, bizarre outcome Didn't based on what those two teams have done the uh, every other week in the back half of the season. Although that was some some like dumb turnovers. Because I feel like they, they had 300 and something yards of total offense. Oh, they had a lot. But they still they scored zero points. Yeah. yeah. So and I don't like, know if they kept getting you know, 30 yards every drive or what. But Didn't Andrew Luck like get tackled and and people were like oh no his shoulder again for like a little bit in that game or am i uh, uh, there was something be, like that but he, 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 he was out there that, slinging on that final drive they just couldn't right yeah well, they, they got down to the red zone or six nothing game right six yeah, nothing was that was the a super six, yeah. six nothing game yeah and yeah and they had the ball left and it was like oh they're gonna go down and win this game <laughs> right and they just uh they just uh couldn't pull it off yeah you're you're absolutely right though that that was a trap game though i believe because they had the texans next week the colts i think or the colts so that that was the only explanation for for that but you're absolutely right that <laughs> when you look back on on that one that's it's like boy that one doesn't make any sense um next up buffalo bills heading to new england new england laying 13 boy that is some old school respect <laughs> Old school, classic dynasty Patriots respect that line right there. I am all over Buffalo this week. Give me, give me the points. Uh, how do you, how do you feel, Bill? I, I gotta agree. Like that looks exactly what the line should look like if New England has looked the same for the last ten years, but they have not. They're different this year, and they're not as good. And this line, I'd argue, should be seven. 
Mm. Maybe eight? Like, uh, 12 is way too many. Give me the points. It's almost like Vegas has watched these two franchises play football against one another before. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's the only one is when Buffalo does go to New England, it's it's it's, it's typically bad. Yeah, yeah, but it's bad. been typically bad for, you know, 10, 15 years. Uh, again, we've seen a different New England team. No, I, I definitely want the Bills here, you're right. And he, well, where do we stand on Josh Allen right now? <sighs> I mean, he's He's not a franchise QB, but he might win a few games. I think he could be. It's just they got to get themselves a, a, a some NFL caliber receivers. Yeah, some that NFL would help. Cal- and like uh, he's obviously great with the legs. They're basically kind of doing the same thing Baltimore is with Lamar Jackson, where they're not really unleashing the arm with with Josh Allen right now. And and it's just like I don't know if he can throw at the NFL level. I just don't know because we haven't seen it. And he also hasn't had a guy who could help him out on any kind of level whatsoever. Um, he's clearly the best option, but like Buffalo, they've got some wins this year. You guys, like they got five wins. If they Mm -hmm. didn't let Nathan Peterman sink their team again for the second year in a row, like, I don't know. I I don't know. Right. Like, could they be where Miami is? The defense is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. What, what are they like fifth in DVOA or something? Buffalo? Uh, they are third in defensive DVOA right now. Unbelievable. Like just. With an overall 31, too, right? Like, they're, thir- they're second last in DVOA, but their defense is just so... Yeah, so dangerous. it turns out that the offense is really, really off. Really bad. Yeah, I, I still think you have and so to are the special teams. teams. No. <laughs> but, yeah, all well, the point stands. That, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're not bad. I, I think that Josh Allen is, is okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what... It, and, and maybe you guys can enlighten me a little bit. Oftentimes, these, these quarterbacks come in and they can run the ball like crazy for one year. And then the next year, it seems like everyone's looked at enough game tape where they're figured out. Yeah, RG. I don't know. It always seems to be that way, and I don't know what it is. And and it, Tim Tebow, like a lot of these guys, they hit the pavement hard, and then the next year, it's just nothing. And and maybe they're trying to force them into a role that's not normal by forcing them to sit in the pocket and throw. Um, but either way, I I don't think this guy's going to come out next year and, and be able to throw the ball if they haven't had him unleash yet. I mean, maybe you're right, I, but like, definitely, like, Josh Allen is not a project that I think you just abandon next Fair. year. I th- I oh think, God, no, no, no! Right? You, you, there's no reason. No, I, there's like, no like, 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 of the teams that drafted a quarterback in round one, other than Cleveland, I think Buffalo's the most excited right now. Yeah, is that reasonable to say? Yeah. Um, I, I understand, like, Baltimore hasn't done anything with Lamar Jackson other than the running stuff. Like, that, that's not going to be able to last. Um, but of the teams that drafted a quarterback in the first round, and there were five of them, yeah. I think that Buffalo is number two on the who feels the best right now ranking behind Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland feels fantastic, by yeah. the way. I, I, I would be most worried of, of this quarterback class. I would be most worried about uh, Josh Rosen, to be honest with you. Yes, only like from the perspective. Have... Yeah, the, the 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 offensive scheme is bad, and he's just been brutalized and this season. Been, yeah, destroying him mentally, basically. Yeah. I think this entire yeah. season. Um, yeah, they and they they're not sure what they're going to do. It looks like they're going to fire Steve Wilkes. They've got to bring in an offensive coordinator, like type. They've just got to bring in an offensive minded type guy to help them get him back on track. That said, I might be taking Arizona this week, but uh, we'll we'll get to that later. Um, here's the thing about the New England Patriots. Obviously. Everyone outside of the potato faces in in Massachusetts hate the New England Patriots, right? Like it's just yes, like like we all do. I'm indifferent to the whole thing, but mostly it's just because like it, it's mostly the obnoxious potato faces that I can't stand. Um, so everybody, uh, yes, everybody has been waiting 
famously and most infamously, like everybody has been waiting for their moment to just declare the New England Patriots dynasty dead and shovel dirt on the corpse of, of, of this Brady and Bilicek era and just say Brady doesn't have it. And, fa- and most infamously, Trent Dilfer did that. And Trent Dilfer, I don't think, was allowed back on ESPN after he declared them dead. And then they went on to win the Super Bowl. Like I, They lost, like, I think, one game the rest of the year and won the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that's um, right. I'm not going to say that the Patriots dynasty is, is dead because I think that would be ludicrous. But mm-hmm. I will say that the first thing to happen to made me actually go kind of like, oh, 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 my God, on this whole Brady thing happened in that in that Steelers game the interception that was a really 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 bad decision and the interception to Joe Hayden I I I don't everybody's calling it a bad decision uh Craig I don't well it was he was running around and he just threw the football up hoping that it would go incomplete and it didn't yes but he the thing but here's the thing that I think a lot of people are not paying attention to Brady wasn't trying to throw it up he was trying to throw it out of bounds yeah, and you couldn't he, get that. And he couldn't get it out of bounds. Yeah, Brady, I don't think was making a dumb decision. I think he just said, "All right, I'll just heave this as hard as I can, and it'll go out of bounds, and we'll be fine." And then he let it go, and it didn't go out of bounds. And Joe Hayden was basically like Devon White, circa 1992, flipping the sunglasses down, going, <laughs> "Got it," and like waving yep. off, waving off the left fielder, right? And that was the first one where I was like, "Oh my God, Brady just he just didn't have the arm strength to get it out of bounds, right?" And I was just like, "That that that was the first play where I'm just like." Oh, that that was the first like actual crack I see in this like Tom Brady foundation. Like 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 f all that other crap like that they talk about. And well, here's the other thing, right? Like they scored a touchdown on their fourth play from scrimmage against Pittsburgh. That was it for touchdowns. Yes. They scored three points the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. That's not very good. Um, and that Pittsburgh defense has some good players on it, but it's not a loaded defense by any stretch. Now, look, the Miami game they. The thing is, we that talked about this. One of they lost the game in Pittsburgh. Yeah. The Miami game, they had won. They 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 yeah. won the Miami game essentially, and then yeah. something weird happened. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see uh, if Tom Brady has won a road playoff game in a long time. Yes, and it's been a long time since Tom Brady has won a playoff game that is not either at a neutral site or in Foxborough, Massachusetts. None of their none of their Super Bowls include a road win. I believe I remember yeah, that. that's no, that's that's incorrect. Uh, they won at Pittsburgh. The remember Drew Bledsoe right, right. played quarterback in that game, but they won at Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, so the very first one, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Um, yeah. So that is a spot where I I uh, they're probably going to have to win at Houston and at Kansas City in back to back weeks. Yeah. If they want to make the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and it's I think that's going to be really hard for them to do. They, they have been truly bad on the road this year, too. Yeah. Truly bad. Like, 2-4, two, or 2-4, uh, sorry, that's against the spread. But uh, the Patriots are 3-5 and five against against the, uh, all, like, all their losses are, are on the road. They're they're undefeated at home. I think they're going to remain undefeated at home. But the line, the spread's just too high. That You have to take Buffalo here. And if New England has an old school game and blows out Buffalo, I think you just have to kind of go, well, Live with it. Live with it, yeah. Yeah, but I think you have to take Buffalo here as far as the thing. And, yeah. <laughs> and for the first time, I think we truly have seen some cracks in, in the New England Patriots. Um, uh, the Patriots, by the way, have not won a road playoff game mm-hmm. since uh, 2004 at Heinz Field. Um, I believe that that was the uh, rookie season for the Steelers' current quarterback. For so it's been a little, it's been a little while. 
Yeah. It has been a little while. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Green Bay Packers are heading to New York to take on the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And uh, Green Bay's laying three on the road. I... Okay. Uh, I think you have to take the Jets here. What do you think, Bill? You have Green Bay laying three? Yeah, Green Bay laying three. Hmm. Unless it's changed. So that, that Green Bay laying three is the line that tells me that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play in this game. And actually, now that I'm looking at it, a few books have it off the board right now. So we don't know if... Uh, hmm. Let me just quickly Google Aaron Rodgers and see if they uh, are saying anything. Uh, it says Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers to play versus the New York Jets. Um, first off, uh, I believe that to be an incredibly dumb decision by the Green Bay Packers. If he's, if he's, if there's any chance of him having to do an offseason of rehab mm-hmm. because he's playing in this football game, like why or why are you doing this? And he's got like a weird groin thing. I mean, the only thing I can say is that Joe Philbin is probably trying to show that I got some chops and maybe I can, yeah. and maybe I can. And it's easier this. to do that with if Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that would be the only thing. But even then, I'd just be like, if I'm, the, yeah, if if I'm the green bay packers owner and they don't really have an owner but uh you know if if i was that thing i would walk down and i would stab joe philbin with a poison tip pen if he was planning on putting uh aaron Rodgers in this football game that is incredibly stupid to me so yeah I, i'm guessing joe green... philbin's not gonna be the coach of the green bay packers next season I if that well honestly if that happens and every like you guys should both be pretty excited people in chicago should be pretty yeah. excited like Aaron Rodgers has been held back by stupid coaching long enough. Yeah, and how? Uh, I think you got to take the Jets here, though. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, no, I, I, I think you got to take the Jets too, and I understand that that's a little bit fraught with peril. But you, you're, you're this Green Bay team is not good enough that you should have to give up points on the road to take them. Last up for the one o'clock slate: Houston Texans are heading to Philadelphia. Philadelphia, minus two and a half at home, the short home favorite. And here I am, boys. This is me, two weeks in a row, shooting my shot. Give me the Eagles. It is Nick Foles' time, baby. <laughs> Nick Foles is going to run the table and get them in the playoffs. This is happening, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. I, I, am, I am very much in love with the Philadelphia Eagles here. What do you think, Bill? The, now, the, the scenario in which the Eagles make the playoffs also has to include the Cowboys losing out, right? If the answer to that's yes, sign me up. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess they could get a wild card depending on yeah. uh, the, the the situation with them and the the, the Vikings. The Vikings. Well, yeah. no, well the Vikings are are going to win nine games if they win their last two. The Eagles uh, they could win nine games too. They've got to win their last two. But uh, yeah, so it's it, interesting times ahead. Uh, the Vikings. Oh, I was going to say the Vikings have the tiebreaker on the Eagles. But that's not relevant because the Vikings have a tie. Uh, oh yeah. So well, I don't know. There, there are scenarios in which the Eagles get in that do not involve the Cowboys losing out, but the Vikings and, and or the Seahawks have to, I think, lose multiple times. Yeah, it's definitely not. Uh, I'm actually looking at the uh, the matchups that we currently get. And uh, it, it, right now, it would be Ravens-Patriots. I would Char- watch that. Chargers-Steelers. Sure. Vikings-Bears. And okay. uh, Seahawks-Cowboys. So, uh, nobody move a muscle. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a pretty nice weekend of football. That would be a great weekend of football, yeah. You get the Seahawks-Cowboys, which, you know, they'll be able to replay that Tony Romo, uh, you know, muffed snap all the time. Uh, Vikings Bears writes itself. Chargers Steelers writes itself. They can replay that 
Chargers come back from earlier this year. Ravens-Patriots, they'll be able to show Bernard Pollard knocking out, and I, I forget who it was, but uh, I want to say it was Steven Ridley, but they'll be able to show that old type of stuff, right? <laughs> so I say I think, everything just yeah. kind of stay as it is <laughs> as, as far as as far as that. Um, unfortunately for the Texans, I like who are currently the two seed right now. I, I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to win this week. What do you think, Craig? I, I I think it's the Texans, man. Interesting. I think the Texans the Texans are good enough to play bad and still win. That's what we saw on Saturday. Yeah. The Texans are good enough to play bad and still win. And I understand that the numbers would tell you that Houston's not a great team. Hmm. But and you and I have been talking about this for two years, even before we played a snap in this league. There's something special about Watson, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's something special about that guy. Yeah. If I ever and, read him, obviously. For that- Obviously, like having Deshaun, uh, having DeAndre Hopkins as a, one of your receivers makes you specialer. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> like, there's something special about Watson, and I think that he's gonna. He realizes that hey, we can host a pl- we can get a buy in the playoffs if we win our next two, and we're playing against a couple of teams that are not particularly great. I don't think the Eagles are all that good. Um, the Eagles secondary, I think, I think is dreadfully ill-equipped to go up against this Texans offense. I'm gonna take the Texans. Okay. Yeah, the, the secondary is the only thing that, that gives me a, a moment of pause. But uh, I'll say that the Sharps are on Philadelphia. Um, I think this game actually opened up at Houston favored by one or something, and it has yeah. been bet to Philadelphia minus two and a half. Um, yeah, I just I, I just think we're going to be back on this podcast next, next week going like, Nick Foles, what are they going to do? What are the Eagles going to do? Like Markel Fultz and Carson Wentz on the same truck out of town, right? Like, <laughs> what is happening? Uh, yeah, so weird. Put yeah. put a series of fired Flyers executives in the same truck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Patience, what the hell is that? Get the hell out of Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything to add on this one, Bill? Uh, n- no, I think I, I'd give the edge to Houston. I, I think they're a better team, mm-hmm. and uh, Fools is still, we'll say, unpredictable. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll take what I can get with Houston. Other than other than the first three weeks of the season, Houston has obviously been so good to me this year. So if they could uh, just take a dive this week, I would uh, I would just be forever indebted to them. Uh, Houston Philadelphia easily the most. I don't want to say it's the best matchup of week or of the one o'clock slate, but it's certainly the most intriguing. I think of, yeah. of everything that that would be like the marquee one o'clock matchup. Oh, oh, to me that's that's the one you want the most. I, I'm I'm very excited for that. Uh, next up, the Los Angeles Rams are heading to Arizona. This is the first game of the 4 o'clock slate. Uh, the Rams are laying 14 on the road. Gentlemen, hold your noses with me and take the Arizona Cardinals, please. Don't even look at the team names. No. Don't no, even. I'm not, I know. I know. It's 14. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing this. I, I'm not taking the Rams either. I'm just, I'm just not doing this. Don't even look at the team names. Just Arizona the is point home terrible. Team. They're so bad. You can't. Yeah, I know. I, I completely agree with you, but you can't, you, you can't do it. You, you can't pass up a 14-point home team. You just It, it can't be done. Uh, anything to add, Bill? Yeah, I mean, I have no interest in going anywhere near this one, but 14 Rams, points. Rams have not yeah. been covering these high these high lines. I realize the Cardinals put, are, are the shittiest team in the league, but this is what the gamblers do. They just hold their noses. They don't even look at the team names. They just see a, a home team getting 14 points, and they just they, they, they fucking take it. That's it. Ugh. So, yeah, you just got to hold your nose and take the Cardinals in this one. Uh Next up, the Chicago Bears, and the who I believe have clinched the NFC North already, are heading to San Francisco to take on San Francisco, who won a, a nice little rain slog game there in overtime against the Seahawks. Chicago laying four on the road. Craig, 
How do you feel about this one? This is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. one. Um, I do like this game. Uh, I, I I think I'm taking the Niners, though. Yeah, I, I, I think it's another hold your nose and, and just take the home dog scenario. Because uh, you're talking about Mitch Trubisky on the road. Um, obviously, the weather won't be bad in San Francisco, but uh, I think if Chicago is going to cover this, you're going to need a defensive score at some point, and I just don't like relying on defensive scores. So, yeah, I think, I think you got to take San Francisco. Niners coming off a big win against Seattle. Niners yep. are good lately. Mm-hmm. Kyle uh, Shanahan's a really good football coach. Just he, throwing yes, he truly is. Um, uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Chicago. Give me the Bears. Dow Bears. Um, Dow Bears. Um, they've just they've been consistently good. And every week I tell myself, nah, the Bears aren't actually good. Uh, and every week they come out and they perform. The, the defense is fantastic and the offense is tolerable. Um, I, I think they should be able to beat San Fran. Can Chicago pull an 06 Bears and, and make a run to the Super Bowl with this team, Craig? Oh, six bears. Um, they had some advantages, and specifically, you had to go to Soldier Field to to go further in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I, I've I have a hard time believing that the Bears are going to win in Los Angeles, which they might. Mm-hmm. But then the following week, they like is are, is Rich Risky really winning a playoff game in the Superdome? Is that something that we think will happen? I mean, if if one team can can go into the Superdome and if one of the NFC teams can do it, I think it would be the Bears with that defense, right? To just go in there. To me, to me, there. I understand I understand what you're saying, but to me, the team that does it is like the Rams just keep up with the pace. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Rams just score enough to keep up with the I don't pace. Know, I, I Chicago, Chicago can really Chicago push the defense. pocket though. You don't think they can keep Breeze under, let's say, 21 points? Yeah, that's that's the thing. The way they, the Saints' defense has been playing. Okay, let's say they hold them to 21. Yeah. The way the Saints' defense has been playing lately, are we sure the Bears are scoring that 21? That's the We're weird X factor, yeah. But they could. Mm-hmm. I just, man, I mean, the Bears get so much movement up front, and they can push the pocket and make Drew Breeze uncomfortable, right? So I, I, I don't think, like, I know we'd be like, oh, That would be it. Here's, yeah. You know what? That would have to be a Mark Ingram game. Yeah. You, 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 might, know what? you might be right. Yeah, like it that, would be. Uh, I just think that would be that would be Sean Payton's game plan. Is like this is a Mark Ingram game, and we're just going to pound it up the middle, and we're going to try to get four or five yards of carry, mm-hmm. and then every now and then we're going to throw a pitch to Alvin Kamara. Better be ready for one of those. Mm-hmm. But we're, you're going to see a lot of Mark Ingram. You're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill. Yeah, just to keep them all off balance. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Um, we all kind of like San Francisco, except for Bill, who is uh, laying the points with Chicago. I think you just hold your nose and you take the you take the the points with the home dog in this one um speaking of new orleans uh last game of the four o'clock slate and i would guess is the marquee matchup because we have no sunday nighter this weekend but i would say that this is oh no we do have a sunday nighter what am i talking about uh this is the marquee matchup with the four o'clock slate pittsburgh heads to new orleans new orleans is currently laying five and a half this line has moved a little bit i believe it opened up at new orleans minus four right in the vegas zone uh the sharps and the public both came in heavy heavy on new orleans and uh, New Orleans is now minus five and a half. I still kind of like New Orleans. Give me the Saints. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I like the Saints too. Yeah, I like the Saints too a lot. I so, think. Yeah. I think the Pittsburgh win last week, and I had Pittsburgh last week, and I shot my shot with them, and and good on them for pulling that game out. They didn't look very good, is what I will say. And I think it was more of a product of New England can't go on the road and get a win anymore than than. Then the Steelers actually kind of came to play that week, and and now the Steelers are. The going Steelers to... were not great in that game. That no. was the, that was the, the other part. Is mm-hmm. that like it's it's not like oh yeah they got it to Antonio Brown whenever they wanted to. They were chucking all over the field. Look at all this great stuff they did. Yeah. 
No, that wasn't that. Uh, New Orleans minus five and a half. How do you feel, Bill? I'm, I'm going to go with New Orleans. I, I think when they're in the Superdome, um, Pittsburgh's been great this year, but New Orleans is just, they're playing lights out football, so I got to assume they're going to keep doing it. I think this is going to be a Saints blowout. That's that's going to be my prediction. Uh, Sunday nighter, beauty of a game. Did, did this one get flexed, or was it already the matchup? This was already the matchup. Nice. Good on you, NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Kansas City, I love this. Two and a half on the road. Give me the Seahawks. Twelfth man, baby. Give me the Seahawks. I, th- I think they. I think they rebound and get a a very. I, th- I think they outright win this game. The Seattle Seahawks. They do. I think. I, I know think the they Seahawks the are better at home. I know they're better at home there on the road. Mm-hmm. Chiefs have ten days off. Yep. I just I look at this and think to myself like. The the Seahawks defense is not what it used to be, and I think that we're going to have a situation where there there is going to be some guys in that secondary that get exposed a little bit against this Kansas City offense. Um, I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game, but this the 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 way that Seattle wins it is very clear and very obvious. They play good on defense, and then they just run the ball a ton because that's what they want to do anyway. So. I just think this is a classic Pete Carroll just kind of dials up some just comes up with a great game plan and, and just Russell Wilson does some stuff and they just they, they pull out a victory. Like I'm not saying they're going to friggin blow out the Chiefs or anything like that. I just think Seattle I'm picturing them down down two or something and just driving down the field with the ball. I, I just think Seattle's going to win this game because they'll probably have the ball last. And I think it's this is just going to be a fun as hell football game to watch. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Kansas City minus two and a half bill. Can't see. God, I, I wish I had three. Um, I, I think I my initial reaction is Kansas City here, um, but I am not passionate either way on this one because I think they're both great teams. I, I think Kansas City, at the end of the day, has is, is got a, a little more high-powered offense. They should be able to move the ball pretty comfortably against Seattle here. Um, I'm not sure Wilson can keep up, so I like Kansas City more, but uh, yeah, not sure. All right. Uh, last game of Week 16, the Denver Broncos, your boys, Craig, are heading to Oakland, and you're laying two and a half on the road. Um, man, they've already announced this is the this is the greatest insult to the Broncos this entire season that they're not even you you have you can get you can give up less than a field goal to bet them against the Raiders. That's yeah. the greatest insult yet. Um, well, the Raiders looked frisky the last couple of weeks. We got to say they've looked the last three weeks they've looked pretty competent um uh, not like the, the first 13 ish right where it was like whoa <laughs> uh not so great um but yeah yeah point taken i think the bigger insult to us nfl fans <laughs> is the fact that they're bringing back the witten booger and, and tescator uh, <laughs> uh monday night team next year which just yeah after like did you hear nate burleson call that uh yeah call that he's really good game? holy yeah, shit really was he ever good and like great. Get him in the fucking booth, like, every yeah. week now, please. Like, just do that. He is really, really good. There are a lot of guys that just don't need to be there. Like, it, much as, though, like, the playing – I'm not saying that, like, being in the booth passes you by or whatever it happens to be. I like guys who are in there who can yeah. say – and I know that people criticize Witten, but guys who can say, oh, when I played against that guy, 
yeah. he said this or did this or, oh, I play this offensive coordinator. I played in his offense for a long time and I know this play it was supposed to be this, which is why Romo is so incredible. Even mm. though Romo didn't like travel around the league a lot, you know what I mean? Like he like, you know, he, he, that, that's why he's so good at this. I think Burleson has that ability too. And Burleson played for a bunch of different teams and like, yeah, no, I, I think he's fantastic. He was so good. I, I yeah, I want them to, uh, I want him to be permanent. Yeah, like doing a permanent game every week. And he's he's a good studio guy too. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's been so excellent on the on the, all those NFL film shows, and he goes on Tim and Sid all the time, and and he's great on on Tim and Sid up here in in Kenyatta, and he just does like weekly kind of segments where he every once in a while where he talks about the games on Friday, right? And he is really really good, and I want them to give him more booth time. And I think enough time has passed that we can honestly say that Jason Witten, I, like I would have given him a shot. I, I, I think I've gone on this podcast and said I would have given him a shot, but I think we have enough evidence now to suggest that he only got this job because he's like Tony Romo's best friend, perceivably. Um, yeah, like, oh, well, if Tony Romo's good at TV, then he must be too. Exactly, right? They've spent so much, they went to friggin' Cabo together or wherever the hell it was with uh, Jessica Simpson. Let's put Jessica Simpson in the booth. Uh, <laughs> like, like, my God in heaven. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it has not worked out, and I cannot believe that. Like, uh, is it uh, Tescator or however you pronounce his last name? Joe Tescator. Joe Tescator. He should be there, but not with those two particular individuals. If you could get him, like, just him and Nate Burleson, I'd be like, yes, yes, please. Let's do that, Monday Night Football Squad. Um, Denver minus two and a half. Do you feel uh, about betting, uh, feel like betting us at all there, uh, Bill? Yeah, give me Denver. Yeah, but I, I can't. God, this this is a bad game. This is a bad football game that I don't really want to watch. Might might catch up on Spider-Man hey, for, for the PlayStation it's Christmas Eve. Game. That's true. Like, yeah. who's watching this game on? It's Christmas Eve, man. Yeah, good point. Yeah, like, uh, if I have free time at this point, I might be playing like Spider-Man on the PlayStation Four. Here's, if I'm being perfectly here's what honest. I'll say: If you were watching this football game, yeah, and look, I'm a Broncos fan, and I'm saying this. Yeah, if you're gonna, watching, I just football, yeah. If you're watching this football game on Christmas Eve, and because of a terror attack at a nearby large building, they shut down the power in your neighborhood. You're not all that mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's an excellent Die Hard reference by you. Christmas just, uh, Eve, man. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is a, yeah, this is not a great, like, are you going to watch this game, Craig? Like, cause the Broncos, yeah. have they been eliminated or they, do they still have a slim chance? They have been eliminated. Uh, okay. I'm going to watch this game because I'm a sadist. Plus, Fair. uh, there might be, an, again, a fantasy football title implication hypothetically with this game. So, well, I guess Philip Lindsay might be uh, would be. A game yeah. That would be. But, well, based on based on the injury situation of the person I'm playing, uh, Cortland Sutton might be part of it. <laughs> oh, huh? yeah, that's true. Those would be the only two, though, right? That would like obviously in some deep leagues, Sutton probably has been started. Denver right here. defense would be a really nice play this week. True. Very good. True. Very good. Mm. Very good point. Like, is Oakland's not? You're not starting anybody in Oakland these days, are you? Like, you definitely wouldn't start Derek Carr like you would have a couple of years ago. And no, you're not starting uh, any of their receivers, I don't think, unless you're no. in some sort of super deep league. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like maybe it, maybe there's a Jalen Richard if again super yeah. deep league, but probably. Don't they again, have a tight end that's decent? Jared Cook. Oh, Joe. Jared Cook is playing. Yes, if you're yeah. like no matter what league you're in, Jared Cook plays this week. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. Anyway, uh, that's it for week 16. I am currently in first place. Let's do our five picks this year, or for this week. I am going to start off by taking Buffalo. 
Mm. I am going to hold my nose, like I said, and I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals, or as I like to call them, the Arizona 14 points. You already uh, have 26 and a half points. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take Seattle plus the two. I, I just yep. think that they're going to win that game, like I said. Give me Philly. Yep. And I'm going to take New Orleans. Uh, I think uh, I said earlier, I think New Orleans blows out Pittsburgh, and, and I'm going to I'm sticking by that. Bill Needles, who uh, squeaked his way into second place there with that nice 4 and one week last week. Who you got? Let me see. I'm going to go with the Chargers this week. I'm going to take my Vikings. I'm going to assume the Cowboys can run amok on Tampa Bay. Sorry, Craig. Uh, I'm gonna take. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Green Bay. Um, bold move, but I like it. I'm taking all the NFC North, uh, and I will take. Let's see, I did. Me Chicago. All right. So you you are taking all of the NFC North teams. Bill loving the road dogs this week. I take I take the Vikings and the Lions Three if I Three NFC North road dogs. My goodness. Uh, Craig Needles, who you got? Well, uh, I'm also taking Buffalo. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Houston Texans. I will be taking the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, I'll get uh, I'll go on the bandwagon with Pierce. Give me the Saints. Yeah, I think. Uh, I hope that we enjoy that game. I really do. Um... Crossover Podcast available at the Crossover Podcast, Facebook.com slash Crossover Podcast, and SoundCloud.com slash Crossover Podcast. Uh, Twitter account at Empire 6 for the show. Uh, if you want to email us, contact at the Crossover Podcast.com. And we are on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only, though. And uh, as always, you don't have to download. Or Sorry, you don't have to listen, but please download this podcast. Um, we did our Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review. Uh, Brandon Sleep from Movies Ruined My Life uh, came on and uh, did that with me. Had a lot of fun at that movie. It's really good. I suggest everybody go see it. And then listen to our review of that. And uh, we will pull double duty next week as well because I'll be back talking to you guys about week 17 as we close out the regular season for the NFL. And uh, Aquaman comes out this week, so we'll probably talk about Aquaman next week as we get to go see Underwater Jason Momoa. I am very excited for that, you guys. Uh, So that's it. Uh, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, uh, great doing this with you guys. Got it. Thanks. All right. Take care, everybody. Talk to you next time. So